At Weagle Toolworks, a metal stamping business in suburban Chicago, each employee has a framed piece of paper at their workstation with their name and the date they started at the company. Gary, for instance, he's been here since 1984. I was born September 84. He started March 84. He's been here longer than I've been born. So a lot of these guys have seen me grow up, you know. I take a lot of pride of that. It's a testament to our culture and our family because we treat everyone like family. That's Ryan Weagle, the youngest of three children whose grandfather, Otto Weagle, founded the company in 1961. There are a couple employees still at Weagle Tool Works who were hired by Otto. Many others joined the business during the tenure of Ryan's father, Martin, who ran the company for 42 years. Employee longevity is a point of pride for the Weagles, but in 2009, as the company was recovering from the recession and thinking about hiring again, it also became a concern. Here's Aaron Weagle, Ryan's brother and the president of Weagle Tool Works. When I was walking around the plant, I noticed a lot of gray hair and balding men. I mean, I'll just be frank. I mean, I, I know that my, my force was getting old. Those skills, you just cannot train overnight. That's a five, six-year endeavor just to get started. So I already knew that I was in trouble. I remember running back to the HR department and asking for a roster of date of birth just to see where we were at. And my average age in that department was 59.5. Well, you add five years of that, they're retired. So I knew that I couldn't start tomorrow. I couldn't start that day. I had to start it yesterday. Last week on The Distance, you heard about how Weagle Toolworks has tried to shake off an outdated image of American manufacturing as a low-tech, unglamorous industry in decline. On today's episode, we'll tackle one aspect of that challenge, finding young people who want to pursue careers in manufacturing. When we started coming back from the um, recession in 2009, it was very, very difficult to find skilled labor out in the uh, labor force pool. I know when I started working here full-time in 2001, if we ever needed a toolmaker, an ad was placed, and I had that job filled within a week, if that. Weagle Tool Works is a precision metal stamper. It stamps parts out of metal that go into everyday items like cars and household appliances. It also builds the tools it needs for its presses in-house. The company used to have an apprenticeship program for tool and die makers, but when Aaron and his siblings took over in 2010, there hadn't been an apprentice since 1999. And Aaron was getting worried because now his job ads were going unfilled for months. He hired an HR consultant, came up with a training plan, and submitted it to the Department of Labor for certification. The five-year apprenticeship program involves both night classes and 10,000 hours of experience. You're not only learning on the job, but you're getting free schooling at night. And versus a college kid studying all day and then partying or whatever they do in college and then accumulating $40,000 in debt every year. Well, while they're accumulating $40,000 in debt, our guys are making $40,000 in wealth. That's an $80,000 delta. You multiply that by four years. You got a situation where a college kid is $320,000 behind the guy that's got four years of experience, a certificate of completion to be a journeyman tool and die maker, and something that is just perfect for some people. And not everybody's meant for college. Illinois, like other Midwestern states, saw manufacturing jobs disappear during the recession, and they haven't come back. Instead, recovery in jobs has been in the service sector, where wages are typically lower. Aaron says he's pleased with his apprenticeship program so far, but he worries that his peers at other companies don't see the urgency of the labor shortage. It's going to get even worse once the baby boomers start to retire off. So it's important that the leaders of our industry make sure that we are filling that gap up, because once that does happen and we have that skill gap and, and there's nobody to, to fill it, wages are going to rise drastically to the point where we're not going to be competitive and then the whole industry is going to collapse in our area and it's going to be transferred to China, Mexico. I mean, it's going to go where, you know, it's most economically friendly. 
That's it for this episode of The Distance. Remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And find us at thedistance.com or on Twitter at DistanceMag. That's at DistanceMag. The Distance is brought to you by Basecamp, the app for helping small business owners stay in control of projects and reduce email clutter. Try Basecamp free for 30 days at Basecamp.com slash The Distance.